Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Halfback Podcast Round 3. I'm your host, Tim Williams. Back for an exciting round of Rugby League. We're on the board with a few winners for the Halfback Podcast, so exciting times. Here to talk through Round 3 with me is... One of the sharpest minds in the NRL, former Raiders and Dragons playmaker, Sammy Williams. Sam, how are you, mate? Going well, boys. Uh, nice to get a little win there last week. Uh, I'm sure we'll go into that a little bit more later on, but we're off the mark and hopefully the punters have had a win as well. Mm, there, was, uh, there was a few little wins. There was almost an enormous win on your behalf, Sam. We'll get to that shortly. Also with us, ex-TAB data analyst, head of analytics at KO Sports, Jimmy Hughes. Hughesy, how are you, mate? Great, mate. I had a good weekend except for Sunday in the East. Absolutely got soaked wet when I was going for a walk with the dog, so I'm not happy about that. Mate, do, you ever, do you ever leave the East, Jimmy, or is that just you? <laughs> no, that was the first time I've been to the East. I've actually crossed the bridge now. I'm living in uh, Cremorne, so. Ah, okay. Yeah. Ah, very nice, mate. Yeah. yeah. Still a Roosters boy through and through, though. As a Roosters fan, that was the least that you deserved, mate. So, <laughs> hi, as, uh, with SC Playbook, we have linked up with Better for the 2023 footy season. Each round of the season, we'll be producing exclusive SCB, SC Playbook markets of our own, using all their markets, of course, for our plays throughout the season. So to follow along with them, you can find the link to any of our unique markets in any of our articles at scplaybook.com.au or on the social post that we send out. Uh, we're going through those channels to let Better know that we sent you. Of course, for those aged 18 plus only, and please remember to gamble responsibly. Boys, we're all busy. We've got stuff to do. Let's get straight into it. Last week's recap, Sam nailed your value play with Alex Johnston, anytime try scorer, Khan Pereira, anytime try scorer, into the Roosters winning at $5.40. A good little get there. Uh, but, mate, what I wanted to talk about was your Steve Jackson, Hail Mary of the week. You had a four-time anytime try scorer in the Sharks v Eels game. Sebo, Penasini, Moses, and Mulitalo at $67. Sebo actually got a double. Moses got a double. Mulitalo scored. Penasini let you down. That was game over for the season if you landed that just about. It was heartbreaking. And to be honest, I, I, I look back on it and there's often players who I think who can score and I think, well, maybe they can score a double. I don't often have centres in my play because sometimes it's hard for them. If a winger jams in on them, they're not going to score, but their man on the outside scores easily. So I was a little bit frustrated in the fact that I had Panasini. I wish I just went with Mitch Moses to score a double. I thought he was. I still think he's playing good footy in an unfortunate start for the Eels, but 
it was in touching distance uh, of, a, of a massive win. But we also did get some feedback from some people around uh, who, had, who did have some wins, um, adding in a few of those, a couple of your players, Tim, one of yours, Jimmy, and had a massive win as well. So I know people are following and making some money. Yeah, that's it, mate. If you do have any winners out there off the back of the Halfback podcast, let us know about it so we can get around it together. Husey, mate, it was a full-blown Chautauqua-like performance from you last week. Very slow out of the gates. Uh, in fact, I'd argue you nearly didn't get out of the gates at all, but that's a little bit harsh. Your value play was your value play was the Dragons to win, into the Panthers to win, into the Roosters giving away the 12-and-a-half start. Good odds for that. Now, that is some very handy punting. The Roosters just missed that line by a late try to the Warriors, but the punters aren't here for handy, mate. They're here for winners. Yeah, I know. I think across across the board, I, I spread out a, a, a couple of winners, but obviously if I'm not landing the whole multi, it doesn't matter, does it? So, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, the Roosters played really good footy. It was just, a, you know, some lapses in concentration in midfield towards the back end there that they let a couple of late tries in and... Uh, Kind of ruined my 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 joy, but um, you know, I think off to a kind of a good start without having any singular wins. Mate, the signs are there. Slow out of the gates, but you absolutely flew home. So, well, you didn't get the win. I reckon we're not far off either. I had the for my lock of the week the Panthers against the Bunnies. Panthers giving away the four and a half start, and Brian To anytime try score at three dollars ten. So good to get that one uh, out of the way early on, boys. Let's get stuck into our plays for NRL Round 3. Sam, we'll start with you, mate. You're Brian Bevan, lock of the week, 65% of our takings. Yeah, boys, I've, uh, I know I do this all the time, and it'll be no surprise to you guys and our loyal listeners. I'm going to give them one more chance. <laughs> Parramatta Eels, three and a half start, Thursday night footy, at Brookvale Oval. Now, I looked at every reason why I needed to go somewhere else for the lock of the week. The punters are sick of hearing me talk about it. You blokes are sick of hearing me talk about it. But I think the three-and-a-half start for the Eels and Thursday night footy at $1.90 is money for jam. Now, what I'll say, this time of the year, I think between rounds four to ten, is the best time of the year to punt because every media outlet either get high and mighty on a side thinking that they're going to win the competition after winning two games, or a side loses two games and they get bagged and it's the end of the world. Now, Melbourne had a good win against an ordinary dogs in round one. Manly had a very good win against the ordinary dogs. Good luck to you. Yep, you had a win. Parramatta have had two close losses after a grand final victory. Now, back end of last year, Manly lost 10 straight. The Eels are in the grand final. We play two games of the new season. And all of a sudden, Parramatta are three, three and a half start outsiders against a side who I know Turbo's back, but they've lost four and I know Schuster's there. I just don't know how they can have such a big swing and have a, such a disparity in the market. Now, there's every chance it goes to 12 all and Daly Cherry Evans slips over a field goal. They're always hard to beat at Manly, but I think the three and a half start for them is a massive, massive play. So I'm going to have a, have a crack at that one. On a side note... This isn't part of my plays, but if anyone wants to jump in, <laughs> Parramatta giving away the start. Sebo to score, Simonson to score. You get $6.50. That's the side note. Let's not look into that too much, but I'll be playing that anyway. <laughs> for anyone else there, we're looking for an extra punt. Sam, with the Parramatta Eels, one of the, the more perplexing... I do not know what Brad Arthur's doing, and I don't like critiquing a coach who made a grand final last season, but the first two rounds... 
He's picked four forward benches. In round one, Makahashi Makatoa didn't get onto the field. This week, Wiramu Greg didn't get on the field. On top of that, Makatoa only played 13 minutes. He's playing Campbell Gillard, played 65 minutes. Junior Baolo, 67 minutes. Jermaine Hopgood played about uh, 71 minutes. In round one, they all played enormous. Hopgood went for 84. I have no idea why. Like It just reached to me of him not trusting his bench players, and it's early on in the season. What's what's your take on that? You, look, you could be right. The the decision that he has to weigh up is is Junior Paulo and um, Regan Campbell-Gillard tired better than someone coming off the bench who, who he's not sold on. It's all good and well putting a player on the field, but maybe Junior and and, um, and Campbell Gillard are feeling good. Uh, Hopgood's uh, he's a small, smaller body. In those big game, in big games and tight moments, he must just feel as though he, he trusts those two. And yeah, look, I, I can most certainly see where you're coming from, but he cops a bad rap sometimes, uh, Brad Arthur from Parramatta fans especially, but. You know, there's, there's, I'm sure there's a reason behind it. I, I'm going to stick with him and say he wants his best players on the field and they feel fresh enough. Mm, yeah, I love Brad Arthur. And I'll back him to the cows come home. It just absolutely perplexes me. And I'm like, all right, if that is the case and you want to play them big minutes, firstly, I don't get it because it's it's a 27-round season plus origin and finals and everything. Surely you think in the long game, but just pick a bench utility. Pick young Jakey Arthur or Mitch Rain or someone. But... Uh, anyway, mate, not to worry. Just on that, I think you'll see their minutes reduce a little bit once their two back rows come back. Once um, mm-hmm. Madison and Lane are back, I think you'll see that reduce. I think they'll probably try to get good minutes out early on, maybe get the Ks in the legs. But, yep, it's um, a little bit strange, but let's back him. Husey, mate, let's get off the board. You're Brian Bevan, lock of the week. Yeah, so I actually have not backed what Sam is back, but I totally agree with his, his sentiment there around Parramatta. Uh, I, I have a very similar lean as well, but I'm not going to put that into my lock today. And I think I'm very shocked with this as well, is that I'm going to back the Dolphins minus four and a half as my lock of the week at $1.95 uh, against Newcastle Knights. I know it's at home for Newcastle, but Newcastle are, are missing about 10 points worth of players from Bailey, Ponga, Frizzell, man. So I just think, you know, and they're very scratchy as well, not looking great. I just, I don't even, I don't care if they're at home. I just think they can't win. And the Dolphins, I think they've just fallen into hopefully a lucky lucky scenario where somehow they're going to go three from three at the start of this season. Um, yeah, big play. I don't think anyone would have expected it, and hopefully I'm right, and I'm not putting the mocker on the Dolphins' little run. But, uh, yeah, I'm on to the Dolphins. Jimmy, I, I like where your head's at there, mate. Um, I'm in here at Racing and Sports, and, and our data has the same model. Last week they had the Dolphins' favourites against the Raiders, and they won. Uh, this week they're heavy favourites against the depleted Knights. Um, I, you know, I, I like where your head's at, mate. Yeah, they, it's only totally great. Missing like some like eight frontline players from the squad. They've had to call in a player from outside the top thirty to make up the seventeen. Essentially, five day turnaround from that gut buster against the Tigers at Leichhardt, which I was out at. So the Dolphins, as you said, couldn't be matched up any better for this one, despite being in Newcastle. My Brian Bevan lock of the week. I've gone Reese Walsh anytime try score at two dollars thirty five. His stat sheet from last week was just absolutely padded. It was his first game back at the Broncos. 
with his teammates coming off injury. He had a try, a try assist, two try contributions, four line break assists. Like, to be honest, people couldn't touch him. It was very Kalen Ponga early days. They, they, they could not lay a hand on him. He was giving poor old Peter Hicker, who's one of the best defensive centers in the game, an absolute bath. So I think Reese Walsh, he's in for, for an enormous year. He's a real good smoky for Dalians as well at $2.35 against the Dragons. Uh, I'm very, very keen on that one. Sam, I'll throw to you and we'll get up to your value bet of the week, 25% of our money going onto this one. Yeah, I've gone um, anytime try scorer market. I like, once again, I know it's nothing exciting, but I've got Alex Johnson to score anytime. I just think that they're going to target Sam Walker on that on that edge, and I think the left edge of the bunnies are ready to click. Um, Latrell's starting to find some – I think he's had some really good touches, and I think he's becoming that sort of player where these games he just stands up every time, and I think he's going to have another massive game. I, I really do think they'll go hard at – Sam Walker and, and throw numbers around him, creating the room for AJ on an edge. So I think he can get a try. I really like Herbie Farmworth to score against the Dragons. I think they're going to go very hard at yeah. Sullivan. He missed a poor tackle in the first 10 minutes of the week last week on AJ Brimson. Herbie's looking really good. He's moving well. The left edge of the Broncos are humming. I'll get into that a little bit more later on. And I like Tuolani to score for the Cowboys. Once again, targeting Sean Johnson on the right edge for the Warriors. Cowboys at home, they've had a couple of tough games. I think that they're going to really turn one on up there. So I think two Alumni scores as well. All up, you can get $7.48. Sam, you say you're going back to the well with a few of these plays and there, there are very valid reasons around them and they were successful last season for you. The reality is that you're getting a dollar ninety-five for Alex Johnson to score any time, and he's you know probably going to be the top try scorer of all time in the NRL. So until those odds start to drop, I mean, there's no reason why you shouldn't be going back to the well, hey? Well, that's my theory. I just think sometimes we can overcomplicate the matter. We can always look into things too much, and even sometimes in same game multis, it's easy to throw in four, five, six legs and see the four-figure returns, but. If you stay strong with some of these noted try scorers, I think that you can finish well ahead. So I'm, I'm sticking strong with a couple of those players, and AJ's one of them. Mm. Husey, your lock of the, uh, sorry, value of the week. Yeah, I think with that that winger scenario, boys, I think um, just to comment again there before I jump into my uh, my value is, you know, we're talking $1.95, which we're saying they're going to score every two games, one every two games. Like AJ... He's got to be scoring one every one and a half games, maybe. Like it's kind of yeah, it's a very interesting one. I guess you've got to factor in like them scoring doubles, and that's going to bump up their final mm. rating of how many tries they score in the season. But yeah, it's so it is starting to look like more of a no brainer, especially with the way teams attack these days, and those wingers are just you know rolling them in. For um, sure, but. My Val of the week, I'm going to go for a, a, a multi between a couple of results and a line. So I've got St. George plus 12.5 against the Broncos. So thinking around that one, you've got two teams, one team that's extremely hyped in the Broncos and one team who is extremely uh, being slandered in the media around 
probably getting the wooden spoon in St George. Um, I think, you know, that's a bit of a perfect storm there. You know, like Sam has said previously, we definitely hear a bit around teams that are probably not going to go too well, RE St George. They do get up early in the season and they play well and, and they've got a bit of resilience. So, you know, the fact that they're also full strength, Brisbane are coming off Penrith and Cowboys win, I think I'm definitely going to take the 12 and a half start there for St George. Uh, I'm going to roll that into Melbourne to beat the Gold Coast Titans. Um, I do favour, in my modelling, I do favour Melbourne, Melbourne um, minus, but I'm just a bit iffy around a couple of guys being out, Munster still out, Sofa is now out apparently as well. So I think I'm just going to try and be a bit safe and take them for a win with a bounce back from last week's uh, disappointing loss. And then I'm going to put that, my last leg will be Canberra to beat Cronulla uh, at home. Um, you know, they're slight outsiders at home. I think this is a game of two teams that, you know, a, pre- a pretty solid year on year in terms of where we think they're going to land in terms of performance. So I think it's a really good betting match and, and one of those games that I kind of really trust the model and the process because we're not seeing any outlandish um, changes in in their their time their teams. So that's my play, and that all rounds out at six dollars and twenty four cents. Lovely, mate. Yeah, interesting that the line around the Dragons and Broncos has said that the media will tell you the Broncos should be winning this one pretty easily. The bookies saying the same, but as you mentioned, the Broncos two gutbusters to start the season against the Cowboys and Panthers. So can they get up for a third week in a row? Drags have played the one game this season. Didn't probably take too much out of them against the uh, the Titans at home. So a uh, very interesting one there. My Tim, value of the week. Tim, just quickly, is this the same media who said that Joseph Suali'i doesn't like James Tedesco because he didn't pass the ball? Was that a certain <laughs> Russ Bothfield? Oh, my God. I've never <laughs> seen anything like it in my, all my time of reading papers and watching the news. The fact that this young bloke doesn't like the the skipper of the club because he's playing in his position far out. It's not under eights. Right. I could I could not believe that they sat there and wrote a story saying there's got to be something in this. They got a twenty year old kid or whatever he is who's ran around fullbacks for fun for his whole career. Yeah, he got it wrong, but far out to think that he doesn't like his skipper. <laughs> I've dead set heard it all. <laughs> yeah, look, I. I, uh, I'll back Buzz every day of the week. He, he took me under his wing a little bit, which probably says a little bit when I worked at the Daily Telegraph. He used to give me scoops and look after me, but that is up there with one of the worst takes of all time, especially when your captain happens to be James Tedesco, who's a renowned absolute legend of a bloke. So. Yeah, imagine him just going, yeah, look, we, it'd be good to win this game, but damn you, James Tedesco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Husey, my value play, I'm going against you in that regard, around the line. I'm going the Titans with the six-and-a-half start, over 42-and-a-half points scored into in the game into Khan Pereira, anytime try score at $6.25. I am not convinced of what I'm seeing with Melbourne. You mentioned a few of the outs there, Cameron Munster going, obviously still no Ryan Pappenhausen. Nelson Sopha-Solomona is enormous for them. I was really concerned about their middles this season and – we knew the importance of Nelson to that, and he had to step up in the absence of a few other players. Look, they've got, according to the team, there's Justin Olam, his bat, Tweek Kamakamita's bat, Tarek Sims. They're still all in a little bit of doubt. So they do get troops back, but I'm really concerned about their middles and the Titans. Really good in round one. Round two, very ordinary, but they're back home this week. 
I just think the two very leaky sides at this at the moment. I like the overs. I like the Titans with the start, and we've, we've spoken in depth about Carm Pereira, but that's off the back of playing on that left edge outside of Kieran Four, and I think he'll do wonders for him, and he did cross the line, and Sam had him in his play last week. So I like that at $6.25. Sam, you were bloody close last week. You're Steve Jackson. Hail Mary of the week, 10% of our bet. Yeah, Steve Jacko Jackson, the great man. Um, look, I've gone to the Brisbane game, the St. George-Brisbane game. I've, I've gone hard on Brisbane this week. And I think that last season we saw the the signs of a really good side, but we also saw an immature side and a side who had a lot of young blokes, a lot of young athletes who struggled to get up for the full season. But what they've got at the moment is confidence and they've got the ability to blow teams away. So I think that St. George last week, they showed some ticker and I actually was happy, really happy for the club because They've copped a lot over this off-season, some of it their own doing, but some of it also because they're a big Sydney club. So I was really happy to see them show some ticker and bounce back after a tough start to that game. But I think Brisbane at home, I think that there's a lot of value around playing some larger exotics and multis and same-game multis. So I've gone with Arthurs to score two-plus tries. I've gone with Reese Walsh as an anytime scorer. I've gone with Selwyn Cobbo as an anytime scorer and Brisbane to win the game. So you're getting $21 about that. I know I've left out a great man, Herbie, but I've got him in the value. So once again, I didn't want to throw him all in again. If he didn't score and, and everything else come off, I'd be frustrated. So Arthur's two plus, Reese Walsh, Cobbo and Brisbane at $21. Hughesy, uh, we're going against you here, mate, in a couple of different yeah. ways. I, I like we're, we're rebuilding this narrative of obviously the, the footy mind, the ex-player versus the data analyst versus the, I guess I'm just the merger of both, just the footy nerd who, who does it for a living. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a fantasy sport player. I'm happy to cop what I am. Um, Hughesy, mate, what do you got for us? My Hail Mary, I'm going with the, the blockbuster game of the weekend, the Roosters uh, versus South Sydney. I'm going to do a same-game multi in that match. My my uh, my modelling has the Roosters a four-point favourite, so I'm going to... I'm going to back the Roosters in as the first leg. They're you know, outsiders for this game, which I think is interesting, uh, especially them being full strength. Uh, JWH and Radley back. It's yeah, so I kind of find that one a bit perplexing that they're outsiders. So I'm going to throw that uh, them to win in. Uh, last week I talked about the unders a fair bit. I know my my hail mary with all the unders in it didn't lob, but to paint a bit of a picture of how that's been going this year, it's actually 11 out of 16 unders have landed. Mm. So that's 69 percent of unders. Right, we're talking about a market that should be 50 50. So, there's definitely some merit to the unders discussion uh, early on in the season. So, I'm going to throw the unders in in this game. Hopefully, you know, a really tight, scrappy battle. Um, and then I'm going to, like Sam did earlier, throw AJ in to score a try. I think that left edge, one of the, one of the best in the comp. Um, so him to get it get an any time and then similarly I was really impressed with Jackson Paulo and and more so that right edge for the Roosters and I think that's going to be another competitor for one of the best edges this year 
with Manu and Tedesco running running wild on that right and and setting up for uh, Barlow. So I'm going to put Barlow anytime try score in as well. So that all rounds out at twenty six dollars. Roosters into the under into Barlow into AJ. Mm, you're a braver man than I. Surprise, surprise. Usually tucking that game. I have no idea what to expect from that game results. Just because I just feel like the Roosters bunnies. Data goes out the window, all those sorts of things. Like it is just, it's such a fierce rivalry. We saw in that semi final last year where it was a bloodbath. We got seven sin bins, blokes head not HIA'd all over the shop. Um, Husey, throw you a, a curly one here on short notice, but when you speak about the success of the unders early on in the season and traditionally, or sorry, historically, I should say, it has happened early on in rugby league seasons have passed. At what point? Do you sort of lean away from these unders in the season and think, you know, teams start to, I suppose, pile up injuries, uh, sides start to click in attack? When does that happen? Yeah, so I, I was having a, a bit of a look. It's, it's funny, the Sharks have been involved in two of the games that went over. So I am completely would be staying away from any game they're in. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm probably tentative to say this is going to last for too long. I, I'm my, my guess is three to four weeks. Um, we're going to see this happen. And then it's it's more about the bookies starting to catch up with what's happening yeah. for, at first. And then, like you said, the, the the injuries will start coming into play and then the margins are going to start to push out. So, yeah, it, it's kind of about the bookies starting to adjust and, and tighten in the lines um, as the season progresses. So I'll, I'll keep an eye out on it and see how we travel for the unders in the, uh, this weekend. But, uh, yeah, I think for another two or three weeks we should be all right. But um, after that, yeah, we probably should lock <laughs> that one away. Really, mate. <laughs> Love that. My Steve Jacko Jackson, Hail Mary of the Week. Valentine, all, all three anytime try scorers, Val Holmes, David Fafida, Jacob Kiraz. I think with Scotty Drinkwater out, we're going to see Val Holmes roaming a lot of the field. He does it from time to time, but I think you can see him slotting into that fullback role at times. I still think they've named the rookie Tommy Chester there at fullback, who's certainly a talent. I still wouldn't be, I don't think it'll happen, but it wouldn't be shocked to see Val Holmes actually play fullback in this one, in which case, if that switch did happen, I think his odds would decrease significantly. So I like Val Holmes against the Warriors. Dave Fafida is $4, which. Look, he's probably running at the stronger edge of Pen of the Storm, uh, Storm, Storm, I should say, and running at Jerome Hughes. But I think four dollars for Fifi, who looks really, really good this season, playing off Kieran Four. I think those are terrific odds any day of the week. And Jacob Caraz, who was outstanding last week, I was a little bit concerned being uh, the dog going on the doggy's right edge, which is their weaker edge. But a lot of their attack came down that edge last week. Not so much the the Burton Kikau Fox edge. Kiraz is running at Junior Tupu, who, Sam, I don't know if you know much about him, but Junior Tupu killed it in the trials. He's a supreme talent, the young Tigers winger. He he comes into this side. However, he played, he was in the Brumby system for a little bit. I think he was in the Junior Raiders system, but he's very, very raw. There's, there's, a, few, there's a few issues with his game. I think he'll do some incredible stuff in attack, but I do like Kiraz attacking him and hope a little misread there can get him over. The other one to keep an eye on is... Going to Pezzett, the the talented young New South Wales half, New South Wales 19s half, I should say. Really good, but quite a small body. If he does come into the starting team, he's been named at 14 for the Storm this weekend. If he comes into the team uh, come game day, I'd be getting on the edge going to him, particularly the back rower. I think it'll probably be the right edge. So uh, have a look at that. Oh, sorry, left edge he'd be defending. Uh, guys, 
For anyone lucky enough, you're tying the knot at the moment, you're probably panicking about the cost of the wedding and the honeymoon. Reduce the stress by having a yarn to Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. The boys can help you get a quick loan without any built-in hidden fees or penalties for paying off the loan early. They'll get you the best rate possible and you'll have the money within 24 hours. It's a super easy process, only needing a message and a phone call to make it happen. The boys will also make sure there's no nasty surprises or no exit fees or with one low monthly repayment. Best of all, they'll give you a free plan worth $129 because you listen to this podcast. So if you're getting in contact with them, make sure you mention that you're an SC Playbook listener. To do that, jump into any of the articles in our stories at scplaybook.com.au for their contact details or just whip them a message on Instagram at Pat and George Mortgage Choice, all one word. Sam, let's get stuck into your tips for the week. And we will start with, well, we don't need to go too far into this one, Seagulls versus Parramatta Eels tonight. Thursday night, you're on the Eels in this one. Yeah, I'm on the Eels. I've had my reasons. I think that the Lions, the, the play, uh, I think it'll be a great game. I can't wait. We're going we're gonna to find out a bit again about these two sides, where they sit. I'm sticking with Parramatta uh, for the time being, but they are starting to hurt me. But let's stay strong. The New Knights versus the Dolphins. The Knights are $2.38 in this one. Dolphins firm enough. Fave to $1.59. Who do you like here? Yeah, I like Red, uh, the Dolphins, sorry. Uh, I think that the side is – they've won a couple of really good games. I mean, they've beaten two top eight teams. One side's been expected to win the comp. I think that they've showed extreme um, – that they just know their role. Every every player in that side knows their role. They know how to play as a team. They do an extremely good job. The Knights, on the other hand, yeah, they showed a lot of desperation last week. Once again, they're the sort of games that you can build seasons on. And I was really happy for the, the Knights, another club who's been through the doldrums a little bit, to show that ticker. But I just think that the, the Dolphins side is too good at the moment. They're playing with confidence. I think the Knights, yeah, look, they won last week, but they've had too, they've got too many injuries. And it's another big game for them. Sam, can you get your thoughts on this one? The Roosters versus the Rabbitohs. Uh, I think very – Hughes has gone, gone with his Roosters with the start in this one. Roosters at $2.10. Bunnies at $1.74. Bunnies have won their last 15 matches in New South Wales following a loss. Uh, we saw what happened in the semi final last year. Who have you got in this one? Yeah, I'm not as confident as Jimmy. I'm a bit with you. I, I don't know who's going to win this game, to be honest. There's so many different stories to this. There's so many different um, angles that you can play in in terms from a punning perspective. But we all know the ceiling of both of these teams, and that's the thing that gets people excited. The ceiling of both of these sides is huge. They can both win the comp, but they've also got reasons why they aren't exactly clicking or they're a couple of men, uh, men short. So, look... Hard-pressed, maybe I lean towards the bunnies, but I honestly, I just want to sit back and watch this and I just, I think it's going to be a brilliant game of, of football and players like Luttrell, Cam Murray, how they stand up again against this star-studded Roosters side, how these young, uh, the young half in Sam Walker and the small half in Kiri, how they handle the back rolls of the bunnies. I just think there's so many stories, but from a punting player, I think it's very difficult. Mm. Yeah, going to be a belter of a game. Saturday, the Titans take on the Storm on the Gold Coast. In this one, we've got the Titans at $2.66, Storm $1.48. I've sided with the Titans with the start. Hughesy likes the Storm. The Storm have won 28 of their past 29 matches against teams from Queensland, which is absurd. 
The Storm has won its last eight games against the Titans. Who do you like here, Sam? I'm on the Storm side of it all. I think that the Titans were very, very disappointing last week. I think Melbourne bounced back. The Craig Bellamy factor, they'd be absolutely shitting bricks. So I think <laughs> that they'll be uh, keen to turn it around. That is providing that players like Tarek Sims do play. I'm a massive fan of Tarek. I think his game's going to go to a new level. Although he's at the back end of his career, he's still one of those players that when a half goes to the line, you're worried about Tarek Sims. So I think his game's going to go to a new level. I think their back rowers last week, Melbourne, were really good. You know, there was a couple of times they were a little unlucky not to have crossed the line on multiple occasions. So I actually think that the Melbourne play is for me. I think that they can win and they can win well. Mm. Eli Katoa last week was outstanding. He'll be featuring in my plays a lot this season. I was going to put him in this week, but he's running at Foz. So I thought, mm, better not do that one. Uh, moving on to the Cowboys versus the Warriors. Cowboys firm, $1.28 favourites against the Warriors at $3.70. Warriors have lost their last 13 matches in Australia. Murray Taolongi, Taolongi has scored a try in his last eight Saturday matches. Uh, Sam, who do you like in this game? And I suppose if we're, we're looking at the line, it's a 10.5 start to the Cowboys. I'm on the Cowboys and I'm taking the start. I think that they'll win. I think they'll win well. Being back at home... Tough game last week. They've got expectations of themselves that they will go into every single game this year confident that they can win. So they'll be disappointed about last week. The Warriors, although I do think that they'll upset a few teams this year, they're not as poor as they have been, I think, the last couple of years. I've said before, I think they've added some really good signings. They're really going to miss chance. I know there's another young fullback coming in for the Cowboys as well, but I think the Cowboys at home, it's just too big of an ask for the Warriors to go there and win. Uh, uh, You've got the Broncos, obviously, against the Dragons. You spoke about that earlier. The Doggies versus the Tigers. The Doggies' firm favourites in this one at Belmore Oval at $1.33. The line is 10.5 points, obviously, in favour of the Doggies. The Tigers have lost each of their last 16 Sunday matches, which is unbelievable, uh, while the Doggies have lost each of their last 10 home matches following an away win. Sam, who have you got here? Yeah, I think the Dogs win. Uh, couldn't be more disappointed with the Tigers last week. They had a side that was on the ropes. They were playing at home on a Sunday afternoon at the spiritual home of Rugby League at Leichhardt. Everything was in their favour to win that game against a side who I don't think go anywhere near making the eight. So if they can't win that, I think the Dogs are on the up. They had a massive win last week. The big question mark for the Bulldogs is they need to find consistency as a team. They had a massive win down there. If they're going to be anywhere near that eight and think that they can match it consistently with the big boys, then they need to back up last week's performance and they need to put a show on. They need to make sure that they are not one of these bottom um, bottom feeders in the competition. They need to show everyone that they're serious, they can find consistency, and I think they will, and I think they'll win well. So they'll cover the 10.5 line for you? Yep. Raiders versus Sharkies. The Raiders desperate for their first win of the season down in the nation's capital. Raiders, $2.28. Sharkies at $1.63. The Sharkies, the Raiders, I should say, they've won their last eight against the Sharks. Who wins this? They're one of those teams, the Sharks, that the Raiders know the formula to beat them. Historically, when we look back over those eight games, it's been because I think the Sharks have been light on in forwards. Now, over the last 12, 18 months, they've rectified that. They've also got Fitzgibbon at coach. So they have rectified the main area where I think that they struggled over the last few seasons. But 
they looked really good last week, the Sharks. I actually think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. I think you'll have a nice dry surface, middle of March, nation's capital at 6 o'clock. I don't think you'll find a better time to play football and play fast football. So I expect it to be there to be points on both sides of the equation. The Raiders need to turn the first couple of games around. Disappointing losses. That's the hard part to take. There have been disappointing losses, close results. Let's not take uh, too much away from the Dolphins. As I said earlier, the Dolphins beat the Roosters in round one. Raiders lost to the Cowboys at Cowboys round one. The form line, I know it's not beautiful and it doesn't look too good, but let's not panic just yet. So uh, I think that the Sharks probably still win the game, but I most certainly wouldn't be surprised to see the Raiders turn it all around. Mm, I'm on the Raiders on that one. Sam, just quickly before we take off, uh, one of my, my big gripes with the Raiders and the way they utilised Jackie White since moving, moving into the halves, obviously a few years ago now, is just the fact that they, they pretty well restricted him to that left side of the field. And I think he's an out-and-out 5'8", a ball-running 5'8". And uh, you know, I'd even say to you when you were partnering during your career that I think you needed to be sweeping and playing both sides of the field with a more traditional halfback like yourself or Jamal Fogarty. And, uh, I mean, shock, surprise, you, you didn't listen to me and you didn't go and pass my, my key insights on to Ricky Stewart. Oh, he's disappointing, but no, no, I get it. You're a busy man. All no, no, Stick took it well. He said, no way, let's get him in next week. Yeah, he, was, he was asking every Monday, trainer, what were Tim's thoughts on the <laughs> <laughs> um, Last weekend, they made the move. He started sweeping both sides of the field. Jamal played as a more traditional first receiver seven. Jack swept. He scored a try on the opposite side of the field on the right, 10 minutes into the game. I loved it. It was a really good play, wasn't it? What I will say with Jacko is, I think sometimes you can. Over, uh, this is this isn't saying that that he's not a thinking footballer because he most certainly is. He's come on so far in that five eighth role, but sometimes the simpler you keep it for some players, the better. So that's probably with Jacko. I've never ha- I've never uh, obviously I spent a lot of time tackling Jacko at training, and he's probably the most damaging football runner I've ever seen. So sometimes you just say to Jacko, just run, mate, just run. Don't overcomplicate it because they've still got to tackle you. And I think for Jacko, sometimes that's the most simple way. In saying that, yeah, he swept to the right last week, good little short side play in that tight little block. Jamal's a very smart footballer too. So I think that they'll I think they'll only improve on that. I also think that Jacko likes carrying the ball in the left hand, so that gets that big right fend out. Uh, if he gets on the outside of, of the opposition half, Good luck tackling him. So you can overcomplicate it. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to see him um, moving both sides, Jacko. I think he's um, an extremely talented footballer and, and athlete. And I, I think he's just his game's come on so far over the last few years. So sometimes I'd say don't overcomplicate it. Stick to what you're unbelievably good at. So I just hope that Jacko and Fogg, they will. They'll keep improving the back end of last year. Their combination was awesome and they're so pivotal for this side's success. Such an absolute gun. Jackie White and guys, the better SC Playbook Multi. Last week it was Adam Dewey, 50-plus official NRL fantasy points. He got there, got the job done. Nofaluma in a very disappointing Tigers outfit, anytime try scorer. Could not get the job done. Super excited to be able to integrate the NRL fantasy markets into our plays this season. I don't believe you'll find that anywhere else. So if you are keen as a super coach listener, obviously they're NRL fantasy um, by NRL.com. Their scoring system, slightly different to super coach. Go and check it out. This week, we've got Murray Tawalungi, anytime try scorer. 
into Vale Homes, 50-plus official NRL fantasy points at $3.50 against the Warriors in Townsville. Uh, guys, 18-plus only, gamble responsibly. Husey, thank you very much, mate, and hopefully you get out of those gates this week. Yeah, cheers. Let's go to the Roosters for me, please. And Sambo, thank you. Go ahead, boys. Cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers, guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.